Hello, and welcome to episode 132 of The Nerd Out. I am Lisa. I'm Rachel Pete. We're girls. We nerd out. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can email us, info at thenerdout.com. We have a website, thenerdout.com. That's where we park our show notes and uh, links to various cool things that we talk about. So you should check that out as well. Um, we're here. We said we'd be here. I mean, maybe it wasn't two weeks, but it was like three weeks. Yeah, I mean, last time we recorded was August. Now it's October. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> Shit. Okay. But it was just over a month. It was like August 29th. So here we are. Yeah, yeah here we are. <laughs> we did it. We're kind of here. Um, I did have a friend of ours, uh, shout out to Nick, who was Da-da-da. like... He was like, oh, do you miss doing your podcast? And I was like, well, sure, but I still do it sometimes. He was like, you do? I was like, look, motherfucker, go look it up. Same, he, same. he was all LOL. Can't wait to check it out. <laughs> so this one's for you, Nick. Not dead, still recording. <laughs> Sporadically. <laughs> Sporadically. But, you know, sometimes we're here. Sometimes we're here. And I've had a very exciting um, week the benefit to having um, one's uh, significant other out of town when one significant other doesn't share your taste on television is that you can just like binge watch so much stuff. <laughs> so I have a lot to talk about today. Um, what is going on in your life? Is there a special event or milestone? Yeah. Why? Well, yes. T.I. <laughs> <laughs> Last month was the one year anniversary of Word to Your Mama. And uh, it was a month full of of excitement and looking back. So if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Like I said, last uh, I was going to say last semester, last episode, go listen to <laughs> T.I.'s episode. Um, but if you have listened to it, thank you so much for the support. We did a special episode uh, with uh, Supernatural Bear and I, and then we did a special relatives episode that we had two special guests where I surprised Naisha, my relative. That was amazing. Things were confirmed. We were cool in high school. And then uh, last week or this week, the last Monday of the month, super crazy special episode with me and the Supernatural Bear's father. He was reluctant um, whiskey was consumed and <laughs> propaganda was spewed. So <laughs> there we have it. Yeah, you had a, it was like a flurry of podcast drops last month. I could not <laughs> help but notice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So thanks for the support. And, you know, we're just going to continue to do what we do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, congrats. I Thank always you. enjoy listening to um, Word to Your Mama. I think that uh, I'm probably about mm, a month behind, but it's no so worries. good. No worries. To, I know. So good, though, just to listen to it and hear your voice and hear stories from such interesting people. It's really great. High gracias. fives. Yeah. Two thumbs up. Gracias. Gracias. OK, what about you? What's what's what else has been going on or do we go straight into TV? Yeah, not, I mean, not a lot has been going on. Um, I think I might have mentioned last time that I um, I feel like I have hit an actual adult milestone, and that is buying a home. Yeah! Woo-woo. Yeah! Woo-hoo. So um, we are buying a home, and I think that it closes this next week. Yeah. And 
Um, then we'll be moving in and that's, you know, pretty exciting. Uh, couldn't have, couldn't have bought a house in LA folks. Um, so I had to go to Baker city <laughs> and here's the thing. If anybody wants to buy a house and is listening to this, come to Baker city, we got your houses and we got some cool people. <laughs> Gee, I included and Ranger Ted. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but yeah, otherwise that's kind of the most interesting thing that's going on in my life. Um, I have like the neighbor's cats, which I have been getting fixed and trying to find homes for. If anyone is listening to this um, and wants a cat, especially in the Pacific Northwest, I'll fucking bring it to you. They're great. They're lovely, but they need homes. So since our last episode at the end of August, you said that you, you mentioned that as well. Have you been able to place think, any of them? I think I found a home for one of them. Nice. Um, and... Uh, you know, just still, still working on it. But uh, I did finally talk to the neighbors and they were like, our neighbors, I could, we could do a podcast about my neighbors. Holy <laughs> shit. Did I tell you the story about them mowing the lawn? No. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell everybody the story because it's peak, uh, peak neighbors. <laughs> so our neighbors, um, I don't want to say that they live in squalor, but. Sounds um, like it. It's pretty, it's pretty whiskey tango, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) And it's like, wow, it's wow. Um, They have way too many animals that they don't take care of and they keep in like cages and shit. It's like, it's fucked up. So, and they have these like sort of free range children. There's four of them. And Ted and I were on a hike a couple weeks ago and we came home and we're driving down the street and we drive by and the kids are standing there and they wave and we wave back and I was like, did you see that all the kids are holding scissors? And he was like, no. And I was like, okay. Like and of plain course, scissors? Yeah, like scissors. Like you know? scissors? Yeah. 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 Oh, oh. So I got inside and I ran upstairs to the window that overlooks their house because, you know, that's how I do. Of course. And I looked outside and the kids were crawling around on their hands and knees with scissors cutting oh the grass. Oh, my. Oh, my. And I was like, Ted, they sent their kids outside to mow the lawn. And he's like, no, they didn't. I was like, they don't have a mower. Have you ever heard a mower? Um, he was like, now that you mention it, they don't have a mower. I was like, their kids cut their grass with scissors. Oh yeah, these people. God. These people should not be procreating. They should not be owning animals. They should not be doing whatever oh kind of methy John Deere That's what it sounds like. is going yeah. on over there. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to take an animal out of a crazy home like that, let me know. I'll hook you, you know, up. That reminds me of when I was little and my mom and I were, were living with my, my tia and my cousin for a spell. Um, there was no, they, there was no money for um, a vacuum. Okay. And so me and my cousin were the vacuum. She had this two baggies and we'd have to go on our hands and knees and pick up the lint. So <laughs> same feeling, same feeling. Um <laughs> Yeah. At least we'd have to be outside on our hands and knees. Yeah. But still, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. So let's go on to something, a feel good, a real good feel let's good, go. if you will. <laughs> let's do it. Let's hit, let's hit a feel good. Yeah. Let, 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 you know, we are, um, we have one more episode of Ted Lasso. I am. Do they come out on Fridays or Sundays? Well, lately they've been coming out on Thursdays a oh. little bit early. I think I'm two episodes behind because Ranger Ted has been out of town and oh, he, he, was in, 
He was like, will you save Ted Lasso for Aww. me? I'm, Hell yes, I will. It's the only show that we both like right now. Yeah. And it's a feel good. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So you're awesome. So that's awesome. So you guys get to like binge the last three, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be great. Yeah. It's been amazing. Um, and I can't wait to to wrap it up so we can discuss. Yeah. I, the last episode that I saw was the um, A Night in the Life of Beard. And yeah. a lot of people online really hated that. It wasn't my fave, but... It wasn't my fave, but I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, but I was just like, nah. It felt unlike maybe any other episode that we've seen. It felt like filler. Yes. And I was like, did they like wrap it all up? And then they were like, oh, shit. Do you guys see how popular this is? Send the people that we can afford to get back to England and have them <laughs> have them do a filler episode. Like I was trying to I was like, is that what's going on here? I don't yeah, know. I wonder. I wonder. Um, so did you have a chance to watch Reservation Dogs? No, but that's uh, that's on the list. And um, I was telling Ranger Ted about it and he is um, interested in checking it out. So that's definitely going to happen. Is it still going or season wrapped? Season wrapped, renewed for season two, which okay. is very good news. And it the last episodes are beautifully devastating. Okay. Uh, okay. But they, they always wrap it up with some laughs, though. You know what I mean? So it's like, you, okay. It's kind of like Ted Lasso. You know, you just, uh, but in a, in a, like a, a more, like, kind of like, I don't know. Like Ted Lasso talking to, to Miosito, I was like, I love this show. I go, even if it makes me cry at the end, it gives me something to be like ha- happy with. Like, I feel like I've been hugged. You know, and mm-hmm. and uh, reservation dogs. It's kind of like that, but even if it's devastating, it's real life. But you're just like, oh, that was beautiful. And Bill Burr kills it. Oh, I didn't know he was in it. Yeah, they have a lot of great guest stars on huh. the, on the whole season, but he kills it. He kills it. He does such a great job on this one. Amazing, like really like pivotal episode. Uh huh. Great job. Yeah. Um, you don't watch SVUs or organized crime. <laughs> is it, um, is there something big going down on SVU? It's, it just started again. This is the second week and it was a crossover event, uh, where they had it, uh, start an hour early because uh-huh. organized crime was two episodes. Uh-huh. So big stuff, big things happening. On uh-huh. SVUs. <laughs> um, and who's, who are the stars of this particular one? An organized crime is um, Chris Chris Maloney. Uh, oh yeah, uh huh. Can I ask you um, a weird a weird question? Not at all. Is our SVU and Law and Order related? Yeah, it's all under the Law and Order umbrella. Okay, Dick Wolf for sure. They there's an is there a new one coming out in Vegas? Um, I don't I know. S- I swear I saw something, some sort of a commercial about that or something. Where would I have seen a commercial? I don't know. Maybe something in a magazine? Maybe. But I know that Law & Order, original Law & Order is coming back. And uh. we, we don't know how we feel about that. But <laughs> SVUs and organized crime is back in full effect. Okay. Um, it's not the best acting. Not They don't have the best actors, you know. But I watch it. I'm down. I am not a fair weather fan. 
I just looked it up. It's CSI Vegas. Is CSI related? No, not at all. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not at all. I believe, I believe that's um, CBS. Okay. And, CBS sucks. And Law and Order is NBC. NBC. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to What If. Well, let's oh. go to No. No, no. Let's go in order. Okay. Okay. Oh. Let's go in order. I know. If anybody was listening um, in our last episode, <laughs> I strayed from the order of things. Ugh. Very much like what if. Ugh. Oh. Oh. But you're watching what you were. <laughs> I know. I skipped. I skipped Falcon and Winter Soldier. I went right to Loki. And then um, Ritzy was um, not. Not thrilled with my um, embrace of the um, multiverse in skipping certain timelines. So naturally, I had to go back and watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. And um, I really, I really liked it. I like cried the last episode. Um, I, but here's the thing, and it's going to, this is going to carry over into what if. The first half of the season was like, yeah, this is okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, okay, I see where we're building to now. Yeah, setting it up. Yeah. It like like the setup was a little slow. It yeah. was enjoyable because yeah. who doesn't want to watch them like kick butt and stuff like that? But um I I thought that the buildup was a little slow. One thing that was kind of an annoyance for me was like the Winter Soldier is like a crazy badass assassin, and he didn't seem like that much of a badass on the show. Mm-mm-mm. Like, he should be able to take on new super soldiers and fucking crush them because he's been around for a thousand years. I know, but I think he, he you know, he's in therapy and he's doing yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And so he's trying not to, you know, he's like, only the real ones, only the real. He's trying not to kill. He's try, it's like a whole thing. I could see that where he's trying not to be that machine. You okay. Know, and okay. Used. So okay. he's like trying to be a little bit more present and human. And so, yeah, I didn't. I appreciated that. I was like, oh, you know, it humanized him. He's he's doing the work. And, you know, so when you're what when I was watching it and, you, and I'm watching, um, you know, the tip tops. Uh huh. And they're like the 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 time where he spends the night at Falcon's place, uh-huh. and he wakes up and he sees the kids playing and stuff like that. Uh-huh. They pointed out they're like that's the first time he doesn't wake up from a with a nightmare, and he wakes uh. up and he sees family. And I was just like, okay. like those little tidbits, like oh, remember this and this and that, and um, you know, they're like, oh, you know, he's. He's attracted to his sister, but his mom's name is the same as the sister. Uh (laughs) It's like shit like that. And I was like, yes, I love all these fucking little (laughs) nuggets. And God bless the like hardcore fans. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, that was my, that was the, I'm going to, I'm just going to tell myself that that's what it is. I was just so annoyed because I was like, this dude is like a super mega badass. Like he's like Captain America style badass. And like, here are these fucking like little scroungy rats who are like, I don't know, I'm going to take a super soldier serum and then they can like fight this dude to a draw. (laughs) Fuck no. I was a little, I was a little up in arms about that. But Um, I also think that your experience might also probably is a little bit different than 
what we felt because we had to wait a week. That's true. That's you know, we true. had like time to, you know, marinate and analyze <laughs> and, you know. Yeah. I I thought um, like, oh, I'm sad that it was kind of a slow wind up because there were so, so many parts of it that I liked a lot. And I wish that, like, it was just a little bit tighter because then, you know, it's kind of like, what's the show that we say that we wish was a little bit better? Hacks. <laughs> like, yeah. Hacks is really good. but has potential wish, to. You wish yeah. it was just a little better. And that's kind of how I felt about this one. But, like, the um, the sort of the person who really wants to be Captain America and who is damaged and does it anyway like is and then the person who should be Captain America and doesn't want it like just that kind of um contrast and like it it's just such a great comment on power and strength and where it comes from and yeah. it was like I like I loved all of that and like the guy I forget what his name was the um quote unquote Captain America he would like, I love the way that he was like blonde, blue eyed and like handsome, but in a, in like, even kind of like a fucked up way. Yeah. When versus, they showed his mouth, everyone was like, what is that? No chin. Like, what is that? Yeah. Versus the like, like true all American, um, OG captain. And it's like, I love the way that it was like, this guy was just like a very poor imitation on all fronts. Yeah. Like they had to get a physical representation. Like this is not that. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the way that they wove all of that through there. And like, of course he was, and like, and I also thought too, like they managed to keep some gray area. Like when he was stomping all of the super soldier serum that he found and he saved the one, my first thought was um, Steve never would have kept one. And then I was like, Steve took one. They like, gave it to him. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. He he kept it and he took it. So mm, some gray areas, I guess. Yeah. But it was it, just the way that they handled that and that guy's full on meltdown was, I thought, really good. And a lot of what he said, too, about, like, being damaged from combat and all that sort of stuff and how it's like, you guys made me and turned me into this. Like, he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. And yeah. what I really loved is that it was about race. You know, it was about yes. racism in America, full blown up in your face. Yeah. Because also, which was awesome, is that the showrunner was um, as Malcolm Spellman. I think we talked about this or maybe I didn't because you hadn't seen it yet, but he is. He's black, but black from Oakland. So we're talking about like black and he's <laughs> amazing. And if you want to check him out and see how dope he is, you have to check him out on Fat Man Beyond. His interview, you can see it on YouTube or you can get it on um, and wherever you get podcasts. But they have him on there and he he does. He's just like Ryan Coogler does not code switch because they're both from Oakland and uh -huh. he just tells his story and tells how it is to be part of the MCU and what he had to cut and all this different things. And I mean, it was, I think it was a great balance. If you watched WandaVision and how slow and how beautiful and how it was more like a little bit more of the heart and cerebral from going into that, where you had just a little bit of action, not too much uh -huh. to starting Falcon and Winter Soldier, that first episode, you're like, yes, I want some like shooting and fucking 
you know, crazy scenes and, you know, stuff like that. So it was, it was a nice contrast to going into that. And then mm-hmm. on a weekly basis, thinking it's one thing. And then you're like, oh shit, they're saying some real shit like racism. Um, he couldn't get the loan, uh, you know, talking about how, yeah. I never thought of that. How do they make money? Do they get paid? Like, how are they living? <laughs> like, that was amazing to see that and to see, you know, just kind of what's happening in our country now being reflected and making like kind of human. It kind of humanized to me all this superhero. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. That's a really that is actually a really good take. Um, it really does. And I think especially Sam's journey to like, you know, this, I don't, I don't think by any stretch of the imagination, he a is dying to be Captain America. And I think that if like he said, he basically said as much that he might not be even the best person for the job, but he understands it and is going to do his best. And, it was it was so human, and I thought um, the lead. What were they? The flag smashers. The lead yeah. woman who is the quote unquote villain. Like she was also um, painted, um, you know, in sort of different tones of gray, which I liked a lot. Like, yeah, like multi dimensional. Like there's yeah. always some every, you know, movement starts from an idea of trying to do good and trying to help people. Cause that's what you think, regardless of what it is, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I like that. There's like, Oh, well she's trying to help her people, you know, because of what happened, uh, you know, the snap and all these different things. So anyways, fantastic. Yeah. And then you are on what if. Yeah. I'm all caught up on what if, um, I think there's one more episode left. I think, I don't know. I th- and I think it might be tonight. Uh, yeah, I think that there. I'm might... behind one. I think. Okay. We watched one last night. That was the Thor one. <laughs> That's a fun one. Yeah, and the supernatural yeah, bear was behind. like, the supernatural bear was like, we might watch it today, and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, this is great. It's it, you know, it's it's kind of. He said he's like he's a 40 year old man. He's like you know, it's kind of nice that they gave us a little rest. And it wasn't as dark and they gave us some some comedy after two really dark episodes. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I loved Party Thor <laughs> yeah. and Loki in this version. Like of Loki like that. Yeah. What what if has been um, incredibly enjoyable? I love the animation and the art. Yeah, it's gorgeous. like gorgeous gorgeous it looks like a really really nice comic book brought to life 110 percent perfect like yeah. it's just it's really nice and um some of them are of course the zombie one i was like oh awesome oh no this no, is not good it at was all. Str- we were stressed i was like i don't need this i don't need yeah. this at all <laughs> yeah it was, uh, it's, it's been a trip and, you know, kind of, I would say kind of my critique of this one is similar <laughs> to Falcon and Winter Soldier. And that is that like, it took, it was fun and I would totally watch it, but it took a while. It took, I don't know, seven episodes before you kind of get a glimpse of like, oh, 
something's going on here. And, <laughs> you know, maybe it's improved by a rewatch. I don't know. And I would pick something up that I wasn't picking up on. But, um, yeah, it, it kind of took me, it took me the first, the Thor episode was the first one that I was all like at the end of it, I'm all what's happening. And then it's like, there's just, there's, it's like, oh, if I go back and rewatch, am I going to get these other undercurrents that like something mm. weird is awry? Mm. And <clears throat> apart from it just being, you know, a romp through the multiverse, but I have enjoyed it so much. I, one of the things that I love even though it trips me out because they don't always sound like themselves, is they have all of the actors. Pretty much. Pretty much. Almost. Yeah. And there there are a couple of times that I'm like, that doesn't sound at all like so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, it is. Yeah, totally. And um, that's one thing that we do. Like, we if we're watching, the, we always do it while we're eating dinner. So sometimes we catch the credits before or we're eating or something. And then we'll be like, was that him? And I was like, oh, yeah, I saw his name. <laughs> Or I yeah. saw her name. I go, that's Kat Dennings. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. Like Kat Dennings was totally Kat Dennings. And um, Natalie Portman his... didn't sound like herself. Natalie Portman didn't sound like Natalie Portman. Yeah. yeah. And then Chadwick Boseman. Every time I hear his voice, it kills me. It, it kills, kills me. me. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, I haven't watched Black Panther since he passed. And I think if I watch it, it will devastate me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I could cry right now thinking about it. Like, I was totally bawling at the end of um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. There were even, um, there were a couple of times in What If that I got a little yeah. teary-eyed. Oh, we did too. Especially in the next episode that you're going to watch. I was like, oh. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, fuck. How is it that, like, a cartoon <laughs> can make you, like, get all, like, missed yeah. it up? So, Quality. fuck yeah. Black Soldier, Black Soldier, Black Panther was for sure. <laughs> Black Soldier, Black Panther. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was that was it? Um, Gwyneth, was Gwyneth Paltrow? Was that really her or somebody? It who sounded, sounded like, like her? her, but I forgot to look it up to see if it was her. Okay. It yeah, there like were her. there were some. It that wasn't. I was like, it wasn't Robert Downey Jr. Oh, it wasn't. I don't think it was. I believe it was not. I will double check, but I was like, <laughs> they're not gonna. He's like, that was, they need to pay him a lot of money to do that shit. Th- that was one that I was like, oh, I think that that's actually him. Um, but lots of times I skip through the opening credits. Mm. So I don't see the names that go by. But then, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's so-and-so, so-and-so. Well, so-and-so. I'll double check. And for the next episode, we'll see, like, <laughs> who who, yeah. say, who, say, who couldn't do it, whether it was money or schedule. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I think that there's just one more episode, and I think it might be out tonight. So I will be watching that. And um because you have one more night of freedom of TV freedom? Two more, two more nights of TV what? freedom. Oh no, no, actually one more because Ted will be here on Monday evening. <laughs> one more night. Get it in. This is Get it. This is all it. day, yeah. all day. TV, TV, all night. I know. Last night I couldn't go to I couldn't fall asleep. And at one point I was like, should I just get up and keep watching The Witcher? Can I watch The Witcher until I fall asleep on the couch? Yeah. I don't, I can't tell you the last time I I fell asleep on a couch, let alone watching television. Yeah. Is that what you did? And what are we, where are we at on The Witcher? (laughs) I didn't, but I certainly thought about it and should have. So um, I'm finally, finally watching The Witcher. Um, with Henry Cavill and um, a lot of boobs, loads of boobs. <laughs> um, and, you know, in fairness, he has his shirt off a whole lot. So, you know, I guess, wow. yeah, I guess it's equal opportunity tops off. 
Um, it has been one thing that was conveyed to me, which I think would be so incredibly confusing to like the quote unquote layperson, is that um, it time switches a lot. So like I know from the books kind of like and and I've been like, wait, what? Why are they this is <laughs> happening? And no way. She's like decades or maybe even a hundred years older than what's happening right here. Mm. So like it's a whole lot of um like that's really confusing, but I'm like, whatever, can't get bogged down in that. Um and they do the origin story of one of the main characters, um, a sorceress named Yennefer. They do her origin story, and that's really interesting. I guess I didn't read far enough in the books to get there. Uh, There's still, I think, two more books that I need to read. But it's been really enjoyable. The special effects are great, um, and they're used sparingly. Um, you know, and it's kind of, it, it reminds me in some ways of Game of Thrones. I was going to ask. <laughs> it's kind of like a medieval world where there is some magic, but it doesn't happen all that often. Nice. So, you know, it's like, you'll kind of be watching him, you know, he's basically like a manly man. Actually, he's not a man at all. He's like a manly mutant who cruises around and kills monsters for money. Mm. And that's what witchers do. And so, you know, it's kind of stories of him. Each each one is like kind of revolves around a particular monster that he has to slay or whatever. And, um, you know, he's kind of like walking the earth, killing monsters, encountering magic on occasion. And yeah, it's been pretty um, it's been pretty enjoyable. I would say two, two, like, yeah, okay, thumbs up. (laughs) We'll give Uh it. Like, no, I wouldn't say like a thumb and a half. I would say like, yeah, yeah, two yeah, thumbs up. Like, I don't have anything to watch. All my shows are done. I would say more than that. Okay. okay. More enthusiastic than that. Okay. All right. But like, you know, I'll be really excited to go back and watch the What If finale. Got it. Got it. Um, uh, yeah. Re- really quick, uh, before I forget. Going back to Falcon and Winter Soldier, yeah, you know, yeah. you know who who the the whack uh, Captain America is played by? No, writer who is Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's son. Wow, the youngest. Wow, what a trip! Because I was like, I had to look him up when I was watching. I was like, who is this dude? Because he must be getting so much hate. Because you know, people just always yeah, yeah. and. Uh, I was like, oh shit. That's um, what's her name's Kate H- Kate Hudson's little brother that she talks about all the time. Writer. <laughs> wow. I had no idea. Is she yeah, and is, usually, and is usually has like she... long Go hair. No, that's not who she has a podcast with. Okay. Is, yeah, is yeah, that yeah, was yeah, gonna yeah. be my question. Yeah, no, no, no. So yeah, so just uh thought of that. Um, so w- the Witcher, Netflix. I keep forgetting. Netflix, yes. Netflix. Okay. And I am I think four maybe four episodes in and i think it's seven or eight episodes okay that's i could do that probably like uh that'll be that'll be fun to watch in this october since we're in october i was gonna say it's a fun fall show or winter when you're like kind of cozy and you you know want to watch some a little bit of like sorcery and shit yeah got it okay and what's in the movie realm 
The only movie that I have seen lately, <laughs> this was uh, this was a bit of a fail on my part, is a movie called Writers of Justice that stars Mad Mickelson. It came out maybe like six months ago. I love Mads Mickelson and would watch him read the phone book. So there's that. What's that? Oh, Google it real fast. Yeah. He was um, Hannibal on um, on Hannibal, the TV show. He was um, the His name is what? Uh, Mads, M-A-D-S, Mickelson, M-I-K-K-E-L-S-O-M. Oh, see, see, He, <gasps> oh yeah, I love he him. was Le Schiff, the, um, the big bad guy in Daniel Craig's first, um, Bond movie, Casino Royale. Oh yeah, I love him. He's gorgeous. Oh, he's like so striking looking and he is like such a utility knife as an actor. Like he does such a great villain, but he's also like super down to earth. He so he can do like salt of the earth people, too. He there was this movie um, came out about a year and a half ago where he's like basically trapped in like the Arctic and trying to get out. And there's like, you know, 20 words of dialogue in the entire thing. And he pulls it off so well like he's just great i love him i'll watch anything he does so i lobbied um we had we were gonna watch a movie so i was like oh let's do writers of justice it's this sort of like revenge fantasy um it's a norwegian movie i think and uh he is the star and it is it's in norwegian and I think it's Norwegian. Apologies to my Scandinavian brethren for like totally <laughs> probably massacring it. They're like, oh my God, it's Danish. How dare you? <laughs> um, and uh, like he's doing this revenge thing for somebody who killed his family and whatever. And I heard that it was like really, really dark and really, really violent. And like, but it had the sort of Scandinavian sense of humor. And I was like, yeah, sign me up. No, it was not great. Oh, <laughs> I know. It was like a swing and a miss. Oh, just like yeah. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Ted was like, OK, cool. Well, I'm glad that you spent your like since we trade back and forth for movies. He's like, are you glad that you spent your movie choice on that? And I was like, don't rub it in. <laughs> how, much, how much did you you had to rent it? Uh, yeah, I think it was like three ninety nine or something. Oh, I mean, okay. Whatever. It wasn't like a $30, one of those $30 uh-uh, ones. Uh-uh. No, I was like, should have watched Minari. Uh, right, uh, exactly. You haven't yeah. watched it yet. No. So you reminded me, so I love him, the guy that you just talked about, uh-huh. Mads. And I, I don't know his name, but I love him. I think he's gorgeous. And you just reminded me that I did finish oh. Sex Education. Uh-huh. And uh, the actor who's in sex education, the uh, the guy who's dating homegirl from uh, X-Files in the show, his name is Michael Purse Brunt. He's Swedish. Okay. And it's the same. Something with the Scandinavians. It's gorgeousness. Yeah. And the way he talks, his accent and like he's just big and brawn and he could like fix your sink like do you know what I mean I don't know yeah, he could yeah. also like crush someone's neck like I don't they're gorgeous gorgeous yeah gorgeous. Some, okay. something in the water something yeah. in the water make them big uh, and uh, sex education season two was amazing I, I can't wait I can't wait that'll probably that or um reservation dogs are probably what we will start um probably in this next week or so awesome well I'm excited to hear um 
Um, and just real quick, any books before we wrap it up? Um, I don't really have anything that great. I can save it for later. They're not going anywhere. What about you? So I wanted to talk about, we've had her on a couple of times. Yes. yes. The Limited Veta. I got an advanced copy, uh, an arc of her new book. Uh, we Light Up the Sky comes out October 26th. Pre-order it now. It is fucking amazing. I read it in like a weekend or day and a half. And uh-huh. it's uh, three teenagers who don't really know each other put together because an alien comes to L.A. So when you read this shit, <laughs> guy, uh-huh. you're like, oh, and they walked here and they had to do this. And you're just like, I was like, I know I was I texted her. After, I was like, I know all those streets because I walked or driven on all those streets, like from from Fairfax and Melrose to the observatory, Griffith Park. And it's fantastic. And at the end, I was like, are you going to write? And like, I need to know what happens. Uh-huh. Oh, is it is it is there a potential for a sequel? She's like, I don't know. That's what she says about all her books. I don't know. But it's so good. Also, she did uh, Unearth, a DC comic that's out now. Uh-huh. I got it. I haven't read it, but it's gorgeous. Um, it's her and illustrated by Steph C, who is also uh Latinx, Latin, whatever you want to call, it, but she's Mexican, she's fucking talented as fuck. I read um, well, the next two I didn't read, I actually listened to because when it's someone's you know biography or something, I like to hear them if they read it themselves. Yeah, Michaela Cole, who's my best friend, she doesn't know it. <laughs> uh, we talked about her show, I Will Destroy You. Um, she just came out a couple, a couple weeks ago with a, a book called Misfits, a personal manifesto. It's a short listen, a short read. It's basically talking about how what happened leading up to her famous uh, hour long lecture talk speech that kind of started it all off and also was um, inspiration for that story, which really happened to her was what was inspiration to do her show Uh it's fucking fantastic and especially if you're a creative of any sort you need to listen to this read it or listen to it and keep it fantastic wow Wow. okay and it's super short it's like you're done i was like that's it i didn't even know what it you know i thought it was gonna be like five hours it was like maybe two or something like that not even it's fantastic um it's about like knowing your worth and you know just being in Hollywood and not being like, oh, that's just the way it's done. Well, no, it doesn't have to be that way, you hmm. know, and and knowing your worth and keeping the rights to your fucking shit that you created because they need you more than you need them. Love it. It's like the lesson for everyone. Wow. I am totally going to read this. Yeah, it's fantastic. And last but not least, I finally. Oh, one more. Jennifer Lewis, mother of black Hollywood. She's amazing. You guys know her. Look her up. She's in Blackish. She's the mom. She's been in so many different things. She's uh, a bipolar and she's been around for a long time. Her book, especially her reading it, because she cusses like as much <laughs> as I do. And it's it's fantastic. Does not disappoint. And I finished that up. It's a lot of lessons in there. And then right now I'm currently listening to Tarana Burke's Unbound my story of liberation and the birth of the Me Too movement. And I cannot tell you this book. It's like, oh, oh, a lot of it is like, oh, my life. Crazy. It is 
fucking crazy. And the shit she's been through, it's inspirational. It's devastating. It's triggering. I'm not done yet. And I'm excited. It starts from when she's like, you know, young to to present and everything she's been through and the realizations. And it's fucking phenomenal. I can't wait. I, I think I'm listening to it now and I own it, but I think I want to buy it and have a physical copy. Wow. Okay. I, um, I've been looking these up <laughs> as you've been talking about them so that I can put a little pin in these and follow up on them. Yeah. This looks great. Fucking great. And it's on, uh, I think Oprah's book label. Okay. Her publishing house. I believe it to be true. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's it. Uh, for me, it's been, I've been so busy. It's mostly been books and if I can read it, I'll have to read it on the weekend because that's when I have a little time. And then if mm -hmm. not, then it's listen to it while I cook, clean, and work. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, um, one thing that I am just going to add that um, when I pulled up uh, Mads Mikkelsen to Google him, um, when you were doing it at the same time, because I was like, oh, what is she going to see? Um, I see that apparently he is replacing Johnny Depp as Grindelwald in Fantastic Beasts. Oh, which I haven't watched yet. We read the we read uh, the book that, you know, it's just kind of like a dictionary of the beast. So we haven't watched that yet. Huh. Okay. Well, he'll be in it. <gasps> oh, before we go, before yes. we fucking go, I forgot. S the Supernatural Bear, he is advanced reader, but he's still my little man and he loves for me to read books. So I read uh -huh. all the Harry Potter. I do all the voices, accents, da, da, da. So... We just finished. And this is so good that I want adults to read it because it's fucking amazing. The Gideon Trilogy by Linda Buckley Archer. So it was after we read the Harry Potters and after we read the um, the uh, superhero books that are British as well. They're so fucking good. We read that series and we're like, what are we, what are we gonna get? So we went to the library and I was just looking, you know, just, for me, it's a visual thing, right? And so we yeah, went to the yeah. kids section and I was like, I was like, oh, what is this? It's a three books only, a trilogy. I looked it up and on the cover, it said the one of the reviews was like, gives J.K. Rowling a run for her money. I was like, that's a bold statement. You know, yeah, she, yeah. she's problematic, but we loved Harry Potter and all the books. Right. And so we got this. We're like, let's try it out. Oh, we were like, what the fuck? It is so good and devastating, but beautiful and gorgeous and tears of joy and tears of fucking just heartbreak and sadness of the situation. And I can't, it's kind of like sci-fi. You can't even describe it. We finished it. I was bawling and I woke up the next day thinking about the characters and wondering what happened to them. Okay. All right. It came out like in early 2000s. She wrote it because... She did. She wanted to write something for her kids. Um, and it's like research the fuck out. It's like historically <laughs> accurate. Uh -huh. From like 1763, 1792, you, uh, London and and the the wars. I mean, she talked to people from Yale and all the fucking the, the, the Ivy League equivalents in the UK for all this information. And you're just like in these worlds and you're just like, holy fucking shit. And we were reading at the same time as Loki. So they were saying the same shit about the timeline and the <laughs> splitting of it. And we were just like blown the fuck away. The Supernatural Bear is going to be on a podcast 
talking about this book. It's called The Best Book Ever. They do every year they do a little uh, special episode where they talk to a bunch of different kids from all the way up to 18 to talk about their favorite books. And he's uh-huh. going to talk about this one. And I did all the voices. So uh, we say a lot of things now that are just part of our everyday vernacular, like upon my word, like shit like that. <laughs> um, and I, this is this is the book that I told you, ladies, postcard uh, bitches about when I was reading it. And then I talked to the plumber and I hadn't talked to anyone outside of the house. And I had an accent, remember? And I was like, I was like, full disclosure, Daniel. <laughs> and then he comes and he sees this, like, you know, little Mexican chick. And uh, so, yeah. So I fucking love this book. I, I went down, I've been looking for like fan fiction and if this is going to be a, 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 a movie. And I tried to reach out to her. She's not, she's not on any socials. You can only reach out to her agent. Yes, I'm devastated because we want this to be a movie so fucking badly. I recommend to any young to any young person and any adult who's young at heart. Okay, um, that is a uh, that is a glowing review. Do you guys know what you're going to read next? Yes, we we haven't started. We got it from the library. Percy Jackson series. Oh, okay, okay. I'm Which curious. Everyone, what you think about that. everyone talks about it, and I was like. Mm. So we'll try. We'll try that out. We'll see what, okay. what the deal is. But that's the next one. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that's it. Anything else? Not for me. Not for me. I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna go back and um, do some cooking. I'm making an apple pie and Ooh. watching them and watching The Witcher. Hell yeah! Finish it up. All right then. <laughs> Peace out, nerds. <laughs> <laughs>